All right, guys, this is episode number two of time blocking productivity tips. Last week, I gave you an intro into why time blocking was so important and why and how successful people are crushing life, keeping the main thing, the main thing. In this episode, we're going to really unpack uh, time blocking tips, but also thieves of productivity. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right, guys, Melissa Hinault here. Welcome back to All Things Productivity. If you are a client of mine, you know this is a space I love to coach in. I could probably launch a podcast on productivity, but not going to do that right now. But today we are in a series of two talking about productivity. And I really wanted to unpack in this kind of mini series, some time blocking tips, but then also talk about thieves of productivity. And I bet some of you guys are going to relate to some of this. Okay. So let's just get started with a couple of time blocking tips. I just want to dive right in, grab your pen, take some notes. Okay. Number one, these are time blocking tips for what successful entrepreneurs follow. And I know this myself by being mentored by two very successful eight-figure income earners and knowing that this is the process they take. And I actually do too, okay? The very first tip I'm going to give you, which you may be surprised, is block your time off. Yes, that's what I want you to start with. And I did this last November. I sat down with my calendar for the following year and planned before planning any of my launches or anything with my business. I blocked off all the vacation I was going to take and the time off that my kids had so that I could spend time with them. I literally scheduled a year in advance the vacations I deserved. Because here's the thing. Successful people themselves... They, they work between vacations that they've planned, right? The least successful people don't reserve time off and they grind through all of it. They don't think they can get the time off or they think that they don't deserve or afford it, but that's not you, right? We know that we work so that we can have so much fun and come back energized and ready to do it again, right? Rest is so important for your health. And the energy for you and your team, you need to make sure your team is getting the time off as well, right? 
Number two, time blocking tip. We talked about this a little bit in the episode before, but you need to time block your one thing. I challenged you guys in the last episode. What is the one thing that you need to be doing every day to drive your business? It may be different every week, but the challenge is, are you truly time blocking the important, but maybe not necessarily urgent things that need to be done in your business to move the needle? And I told you in the last episode, guys, I don't take a coaching call till afternoon, right? I focus the first four hours of my day on my one thing that's going to drive my business that day. Today, it's recording podcasts, right? All right. So most successful people never miss their most important appointment of the day, which is their time with themselves. Make sure you're blocking that. And make sure you're blocking it as early in the day as possible so that life cannot get in the way. I am recording this podcast at 845 this morning because I could get a call of a sick child. I could have a fire drill at work. I could have the local maintenance man come through the door. I'm knocking out the most important thing early in the morning also because it's when I'm the most creative and I've got energy right? And then cluster all your meetings in the afternoon. I love this term, be a maker in the morning and a manager in the afternoon. So if you're managing teams, be a maker in the morning and manage in the afternoon. Okay. Tip number three, time block your planning time. Okay. Time block your planning time. What do I mean by that? Do you know your annual goals for your business? Do you know your monthly goals for your business? Do you know your weekly goals for your business? Are you checking in on your goals? See, I have a CEO day every Friday and I check my numbers. I am in tune with where I am, with where I want to go. Are you on target? Do you need to pivot? What strategies need to be taken, right? I know exactly how many students need to register in a program in order for the conversions to see the revenue that we want to see in our business, right? Are you doing this? What is your one thing that needs to be prioritized in time with yourself to meet your goals, right? And so I encourage you as a business owner to be checking in weekly to check your numbers. If you don't know or haven't planned your numbers, you need to be checking in to create them, right? The final time block that I didn't mention are the things that can't free your mind because it needs to be done, right? This is really important. How many of you feel like you get sidetracked because you think you start thinking of these other things you need to be doing, right? I've got these other things I need to be doing. And you start getting sidetracked. Instead, what I want you to do, I have a big white notepad. And every time I'm in the midst of my zone of genius working and like a thought comes in my head of like something that needs to be done, I jot it down. 
And I keep all the little ideas on one sheet of paper that are just spilling over my head. They may be personal things that need to be done. It might be an item that needs to be purchased on a grocery list or like a future idea in the business, right? But it's not what I'm needing to execute with at that moment. So I dump it on a sheet of paper and I collect everything And in my white space on Fridays where I take no calls, it's a day that I'm checking my numbers. I'm checking in on the performance of the business. I have white space that I call cleanup Fridays where I can take it, look at my brain dump and assess, okay, all those things I dumped out of my brain this week, which ones are truly important and need to be done and which ones aren't as urgent as I thought they were initially. And so I, I encourage you to practice this. But I also think it's important that you do make some space in your calendar to have those cleanup moments during the week, because otherwise your list, it's going to pile and pile and pile and pile until you feel like you're completely behind in life. So give yourself an hour of personal execution of the personal things that need to be done each week so that you don't get behind, but also don't allow it to distract you in the midst of your week when you're trying to execute on the main thing, the one thing moving the needle. Don't get distracted. Dump your brain on a sheet of paper and get back to work, right? Okay. I hope this is making sense to you guys. Okay. You know, in the beginning, this may seem a little bit overwhelming, but what you realize is that if you start each day with the biggest domino knocked down, you generate a new powerful habit for life that will ultimately end up you having less to do because you're prioritizing driving the largest results. Time blocking is one thing, but productivity time blocking is a whole other thing. You guys, you can be busy all day long, but are you moving the needle on the business, right? Are you moving the needle on the business? Okay. So I promised you, I was also going to talk a little bit about thieves of productivity. So let's get into that. Thieves of productivity. And I know you guys have some that, you know, are massive productivity suckers for you. So I want to share a quote with you. Okay. Focus is a matter of deciding what things you're not going to do. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. Focus is a matter of deciding what things you're not going to do. One of the reasons I shared with you guys, I want you to brain dump on a sheet of paper each week as you're trying to execute on your main thing is because you think of all these other things you need to get done while you're working and you can get sidetracked into doing them. And instead, if you can just dump them on a sheet of paper, when you go back and revisit it later, you may realize it's not as urgent or important anymore than you thought when your brain first came up with it, right? So focus is a matter of deciding what things you're not going to do, even though it's something that you think might need to be done. So let's talk about the four thieves of productivity. Number one is really the inability to say no, the inability to say no. The most successful people I know say no more than they say yes. Okay. The second theme of productivity is fear of chaos. How many of you end up after the kids go off to school 
You spend an hour tidying up the house because you don't want it chaotic. You start doing 12 things you see that need to be done in the house because the house feels chaotic, right? Well, that's great, except your business is going to stay chaotic. If you can't let some things fall by the wayside that are distracting you from jumping in and executing on your business. The third one is poor health habits. Your poor health habits could be wreaking havoc on the effectiveness of you as a leader, your energy state online to your team, to your family, right? And your overall health and wellness. And the third one is your environment. And if it doesn't support your goals, right? So let's unpack a little bit of this in the back part of this episode, okay? Hey there, we're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community on our Facebook page. You've got questions, you want coaching. And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Hinault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word question to 1-833-310-7171. And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. I want to talk about your inability to say no. I want to talk about your inability to say no by starting with a really good quote. Your talent and abilities are limited resources. Okay. Your time is finite. Your time is finite, okay? You have to create non-negotiables. You have to create non-negotiables to stay on task and protect your priorities. If you have your non-negotiables intact, it can help you quickly say no to a lot of things. So let me share with you my three non-negotiables. Does it bring me or my family joy? Does it grow my bank account? Or does it grow me or my family? If it does not fall into one of those three categories, I can very easily say no. Here's the thing, guys. If you don't have non-negotiables in your life, you will become a yes person. And when you become more and more successful, it becomes even more important that you have boundaries or you will run yourself into the ground indefinitely, right? So I have to check myself on this all the time. People ask, Hey, can I get 15 minutes of your time? I just want to chat with you over coffee. Can we, can we book a 15 minute zoom? And I have to ask myself, is it bringing me joy for me and my family? Is it growing my bank account? Is it 
growing me or my family. Uh, lately, a lot of people in LinkedIn have been wanting my ear. People in Unstoppable Entrepreneurs and Mastermind Man have wanted to chit chat with me, pick my ear, you know, pick my brain on how I've been able to do X, Y, Z. And I've had to say, I do not have time for this right now. It's not in, it's not in my space. It's not in my time right now. I just, I don't have the capacity maybe sometime in the future or a better solution is to actually, if you know someone else that you can defer them to, who can you defer them to that can support them, give them someone else to support them in the questions that they have. Okay. What else? So the second one, let me get into number two. So number two, the fear of chaos. Okay. (laughs) I love, I'm sharing with you guys a lot of quotes. This one's by William James. The art of being wise is the art of knowing what to overlook. So I always am telling people this, that you have to be willing to let some things fall off the table. It's not all buttoned up like you guys think it is. It just isn't right. Messes are part of life and they're inevitable when you're focused on your priorities, right? So I've said this many times, but I, I don't thoroughly check my email, but once a week on cleanup Fridays, I let it become a jumbled mess all week long voicemails. You would be surprised. I check them once a month, right? Laundry, right? I have someone else. We do it in bulk, right? It builds up. Now, clutter can create residence when you're time blocking. So you have to have a plan around it. So for instance, if I'm in a crunch time and I'm focused on my main thing and I'm in my zone, let's say writing content, I might have dishes from breakfast, dishes from lunch and coffee all sitting in the sink. And instead of stopping and doing the dishes and putting things up as I go, and some of you guys are cringing, I dump them all in the sink till I'm done with my time block. I might just quickly go in to grab a snack, grab something, but I'm not cleaning. I'm not doing things in the kitchen. At lunchtime, when I take a a time break, I'll clean everything up at once and put it in the dishwasher, right? Simple example, but you have to be okay with chaos and block it, time block it. Okay, I'll get this all up before the end of the day, but I'm in flow. I'm in, you know, I'm in creation mode or I'm making my content and I don't want to distract from the flow that I'm in. You can even just keep snacks and like water in your office if you're in flow and you don't want to be distracted by the rest of the house, right? But you just have to be okay with some chaos. All right. The other thing I want to talk about is poor health habits. Personal energy mismanagement is a silent thief of productivity. I learned this this past year, you know, when it comes to your nutrition, your hydration, right? How much sleep are you getting? Are you moving your body so that you've got the endorphins and the oxygen spiritually? How are you doing? Right. Are you giving your mind space to meditate and to think, right? How are you fueling yourself? This all impacts you energetically. And that energy is a vibration of shock waves that you put out that whatever energy level you are operating at is going to come back at you. And it's how you serve your clients. It's how resilient you are when things are bad so that you don't just go off the handle, but you're a cool cucumber. It's how you respond to your kids, your spouse. So energy mismanagement is a huge piece. I'm a huge advocate of going to bed, whether it's done or not 
I go to bed at nine o'clock latest, sometimes eight, no matter if the world is coming to an end and burning like just a fire behind me, right? I'll get to it in the morning. My sleep is my sacred time. The last thing I wanted to hit on is your environment and does it support your goals? Every day you're impacted by who you're surrounded with. And if you're trying to juggle your business with your kids, that's one of the biggest productivity impactors I've run into with my private clients that I coach. You know, I've got people making six figures and they're still juggling their kids, trying to make things work. And it's not that we can't be present parents and work. However, I really coach to the philosophy. If you're a business owner, there are certain things you need to work on undistracted. And so if that means you need to take the local high schooler and pay him $15 an hour for a couple of hours a week to give you uninterrupted productivity, laser focused work, then that's what you need to do, right? That's what you need to do. The other thing is the people you're surrounding yourself with. I talked about this in my episode around making a million dollars in 19 months and it had everything to do with the environment I'd put myself in where I'd pull the chair up to sit with other people with a positive spiral of success of what I could surround myself with doers and achievers and believers, right? Who are crushing life, your social networks have an unmistakable impact on your well-being, an unmistakable impact. Who are you hanging out with? You end up looking like them, acting like them, thinking like them. You end up adopting their success. There's been a lot of data around this. You are the six people that you hang out with, right? So your mom was not wrong to try to control who you spent time with when you were little. So here's the thing. No one succeeds alone and no one fails alone. So pay attention to the people who are around you. The people who you spend your time with will influence you and influence your mindset on what you're capable of. And the last thing I'll say on this is your place that you work. Can you tidy it up from an environment standpoint? Don't come in and tidy it up on Monday when it's time to work. Tidy it up on Sunday evening so that you can execute on your one thing. When you walk into your office on Monday morning, you've got your shit together. You know exactly what you need to focus on. You power up your tidy, clean office. You power up your computer and bam, you go to work being a high functioning, highly productive human that ends up not having to work as much. And it's not as hard anymore because you have a method to the madness and you've got a clear path to success that when you do it consistently, it's the domino effect in your business. I hope you guys have enjoyed this mini series on productivity. If you're loving it, make sure you share it with someone who maybe needs help in this area. Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co.
burnoutcommunity.co or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out and make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.